Experience the feeling of powder floating up to your goggles. Take in a sweeping panoramic view from atop a mountain ridgeline. Feel the thrill of laying an edge on perfect corduroy and arcing a sweeping turn. Relax in front of a crackling fireplace at the end of a great day on the mountain. Welcome to Inside the Mountain Collective, the podcast series that takes you on a journey to the dream destinations included on the Mountain Collective Pass. Each episode will take you on a collective trek, visiting two or more resorts, giving you local insights into how to maximize your Mountain Collective Pass and to explore some of the sport's most exhilarating destinations. Check it out today at mountaincollective.com. Now join us on a collective trek with our local guides on Inside the Mountain Collective. So you have your gear all tuned up and ready. Now it's time to book your airline ticket to the new Salt Lake City Airport, taking a collective trek to Utah. Welcome to Inside the Mountain Collective. I'm your host, Tom Kelly, ready to take you on a collective trek to some of the world's greatest ski resorts. Utah's Wasatch Range is becoming a perfect target for your mountain collective pass. The iconic resorts of Alta and Snowbird have long been collective trek favorites. But in this episode, we explore a real hidden gem, Snow Basin, located north of Salt Lake City near the urban ski town of Ogden. Site of the 2002 Olympic downhill, Snow Basin is nestled on the north side of the towering Mount Ogden. From the John Paul Chair all the way over to Strawberry, it offers wide-open cruisers, gnarly alpine lines, and some of the most spectacular on-mountain lodges you'll ever experience. Today on Inside the Mountain Collective, we'll have our own personal mountain guide in Nikki Kiefer. Imagine growing up in tiny Huntsville and staring up at the flanks of Mount Ogden every day. That was life in the valley for Nikki Kiefer. As a kid, he was learning all of the hidden lines on the mountain, and growing up as a top competitive free skier, he was known for his perseverance and work ethic and progressing his sport through his unique style in executing tricks. Today, Nicky and his snowboarding wife, Maya, still enjoy cruising Middle Bowl, dropping into powder shoots at Strawberry, and hanging out at Needles Lodge with nachos for lunch. Now let's meet up with Nikki Kiefer at the Moose in front of Earl's Lodge for a mountain tour of Snow Basin. I love coming up to Snow Basin. We are sitting right now in what has to be one of the world's most spectacular ski lodges, uh, Earl's Lodge at the base of Snow Basin. And Nikki Kiefer, thank you so much for joining us on Inside the Mountain Collective. Yes, I'm very excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this this is a great mountain, and I have the good fortune to come over here and ski quite a bit. But you grew up right here in Huntsville, just a few miles away. Tell us a little bit about what it was like growing up and coming to this big mountain. Oh, man. I'm just surrounded by all the greatest skiing over in the West. And uh, it was amazing to, you know, look forward to every weekend doing the same thing every weekend, going skiing, going snowboarding, just getting out. I, that's, it, I was obsessed. It's, it was my life. That's all I ever wanted to do. And it was, had to stop going to church so I could go skiing. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't say that. But <laughs> you know, as, as a kid here growing up in the Valley, I mean, was, was skiing and riding were a pretty big deal? Oh, yeah. I mean, this is a ski and snowboard town, Huntsville, Eden, you know, Liberty, every, everything around here is uh, engulfed by the snow sports. Yeah. Let's give people a little sense of uh, where things are. We're uh, located right outside of Ogden, a beautiful drive through Ogden Canyon to uh, get down to town. Well, I don't know, but about 
30 tw- minutes. 30 minutes yeah. from here. And uh, tell us a little bit about this valley. Uh, you grew up in Huntsville. Tell us a little bit more about this beautiful valley that lies just to the north of Snow Basin. It's a beautiful reservoir named Pineview Reservoir. We can do all sorts of water sports activities over the summer and then ice fishing in the winter. You have Nordic Valley, Powder Mountain, and Snow Basin all within a small stone's throw toss. And it's just even all sorts of backcountry stuff you can do up by behind Ben Lomond, up in North, North Fork. There's just all sorts of opportunity, outdoor fun opportunity. Let's go back in time a little bit. I know you were just a young boy at the time, but the Olympics were here in 2002. Snow Basin was the site of the men's and the women's downhill events and was also the site of the Paralympics. That was an exciting time for this area. Oh, yeah. I mean, those runs are insane. When when I was 11 years old watching some of that stuff, seeing how fast they just downhill, meaning no gates, just going straight. If you come here, you got to go check those runs out because they are steep and they're fast and they just point their skis and go and they just all the way to the bottom. Yeah, and you don't have to be too intimidated by it because when they're all groomed out and ready for recreational skiing or riding, it actually isn't isn't too bad an experience. Man, for me, that's the part of the mountain I tend to gravitate to at the at the start of my day. Do you remember back to those days when you were three? I know this is a long time ago, three, four, five years old, and you know what it was like to be a little kid up in this mountain. Oh man, it's pretty hard to remember, but all I could think of is that I you know, became obsessed with skiing and it left a gigantic imprint on my life. And, you know, I am a skier and I will be a skier till the day I die. And it's probably because I got started that early. You've been skiing here for a couple of decades now. And, and how would you characterize the vibe of this mountain? What is it that really continues to attract people here to Snow Basin? I would say large and in charge with many long, steep runs for those who crave it, but also plenty of opportunity for those who prefer a more mellow scene. I mean, so many sick spots to go down, whether scary like Mount Ogden Tram or more chill and relaxed like Becker and Wildcat. Yeah, I I have a good time out on this mountain because there is so much diversity, but there also is a lot of terrain. I mean, how do you kind of pick and choose? When when you come up to the mountain, do you kind of have a plan of attack or do you just go with the flow each day? I mean, it depends, but I would like to run through like a quick scenario where let's say the first half of the day, there's powder and then the second half there's none so you could if you do come here you'll know either way to go about it but you know first off for me arrive at the mountain it's a powder day so i'm gonna go straight to john paul a good place also is the gondola but if you want to get up there a little faster you probably want to go up john paul less people know about that so that's my first secret tip there go up john paul and then either ride the steep and deep at j and do the jp face there's a big cliff there i tried a big trick on it when I was a lot younger and I tried a Misty 7 and smash and it was great. I love that that you can do a trick and smash and it's great. <laughs> I mean the powder man if, if it's deep enough you're going to be fine but you can stay over there JP or you can use the JP lift to get over to Middle Bowl sneakily and you know beat a lot of people to some other places that they don't know that's the sneaky way to get there. So there's I mean it just depends you know how much snow there is and how the conditions are where you'll end up couple things I want to reiterate here. First of all, that super secret tip. Folks, if you missed that, write this one down. Because when you get to the mountain, the natural place you want to go is the gondola. And there's two gondolas here. And this is the would be the Needles gondola that you tend to go to. But if you kind of look around the corner of the ticket building, there's another lift called John Paul. And I just love the terrain off of John Paul. But, but a lot of people don't see it where they just say, okay, I'm going to take the gondola. Exactly. And like we talked about with those downhills, that's where John Paul is and the Mount Alden Tram up above it. So that's where you'll want to go if you want to see that. 
Yeah, there's just a lot of diversity to train. It puts you at a, a little bit of a different access point at the uh, at the top of the mountain. The other lift you talked about was the uh, the middle bowl lift. And you grew up skiing here, and there was a particular lift there. And that lift has now been upgraded to the Middle Bowl Express. Game changer, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Yep. Middle Bowl, before, you kind of would only go to it if you had to, or just because nobody else thinks to go there. And that's an advantage. But now that it's the Middleball Express, it's a lot faster. And instead of skiing all the way down to the bottom to get back on the gondola, you can just stay at the top and ride Middleball Express over and over and get all the pal you ever wanted. Yeah, it's amazing too. The other thing that I like about it is it serves a real diversity of terrain. I mean, I tend to hang out a little bit more on the Blue Groomers. That's what I like to ski. And you could just ski all day off that middle bowl lift and it just keeps throwing the people back up the mountain really fast. Oh yeah. Dan's run, middle Blue Groomer. That's a great one. Yeah, that's, that's another favorite of mine. This is a really big mountain. Two gondolas on this mountain. Let's take us over to the strawberry side of things, which is a place I think a lot of people don't get over to because it is a little bit removed, but there is some amazing terrain over there. Yeah, definitely. When you get off Needles Gondola, you'll take a cat track all the way over, and for sure you'll want to make sure that it's open, especially if it's powder day like we're talking about for now. But on your way, don't forget to look at this gigantic cliff that looms over the cat track called Boss Hog. And if the snow's deep enough, you'll probably see some youngsters getting up on there. Probably not me. I'm a little older now, but chucking yourself and they're, they're high in the sky or jumping over people as they go across the cat track, basically. But yeah, head over to the Strawberry. Super long run. You can just cruise all the way down. You know, there's some big open fields, strawberry fields forever, maybe. Anyone? I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> yep. Yeah, just super open, tons of terrain. Another gondola. I mean, who doesn't love the gondola? Get to get inside and get all, take a break from the crazy weather out there and warm up and laugh with your friends about how awesome the last run was. You know, one of the things that is really unique about this mountain is that there are two bottom-to-top gondolas, and you have two completely different sections of the mountain. And it's, I think, a lot of resorts, you, know, you see, you take the gondola up, and that just accesses other lifts up on the top. And you can do that here, too. But part of the whole vibe here at Snow Basin is really taking advantage of those, those nice warm rides up on the Gandhi to get to the top again and then do it all over again. And that is one really, really long run from the top. Oh, yeah. And not to mention at the very top, you get a view of Ogden, all, and if it's a clear enough day, you can see all the way to Salt Lake City and the Great Salt Lake and probably almost all the way into Nevada, probably. And it's, a, it's just a view that you have to go see. The views are really stunning here. And just from a uh, topographical perspective, this mountain range is all a part of the Wasatch, but it stands a little bit alone and a little bit above. So what you tend to get from those ridgelines are these just absolutely stunning panoramic views. Oh, yeah. It's, it's insane. If you're up here early, sunrise is really beautiful. And then, you know, if you get to stay late enough, you know, sunset's amazing up there, too. So let's go back. And you've talked, a, you've talked a little bit about, you know, what a good day would be. But let's say, for example, that you've got some buddies in town. They're intermediate skiers. So you don't want to take them off a of boss hog right away. You know, it's not a powder day, just a typical day here at Snow Basin. Where are you going to take your intermediate friends to give them a good introduction to the whole mountain? 
I think it's still, even though it's not a powder day, I think it's pretty exciting to go up John Paul just to kind of get close to Mount Ogden Bowl. That just how, the main cliffs are just such a staple of Snow Basin and the the radio towers up above. And and there's an easy way down from there. You can just take the Mount Ogden Bowl Road or Mount Ogden Road. I can't remember the name exactly. So you ride that down and then into kind of the Porky Zone, and then you can go all the way down and catch needles. Uh, and then after needles, you can get up on that and then head over to Strawberry. And that's what I did. I took my my boss from Boston this last year, and they were definitely intermediate skiers, and they were blown away. And we even skied down the downhill. And, uh, you know, we just took our time, and they linked their turns, and it was all good, all good and gravy. Yeah. So when you get over to Strawberry, you're skiing over there for a while. How do you make your way back? Yes, this is important because if you are at the end of the day and you're not careful, you could end up at the bottom and need to get a snowmobile tow. And the snowmobile tow people aren't going to be happy that you're down there. So if we can avoid that, we will. But yeah, take into account time. But you have to catch a turnoff before skiing all the way down to the bottom of Strawberry. And that's how you'll get back to the main area. Let's talk about kind of the dining and the relaxing on the mountain. The Olympics in 2002 were more than just a great competitive event, but it was an opportunity for the ski area, its owner, Earl Holding, to really develop out an amazing set of lodges. Now, we're sitting in Earl's Lodge at the base right now. Beautiful, beautiful lodge. Talk about the two on-mountain lodges, both John Paul and also Needles. Of course. Yes. John Paul is my go-to favorite just because of the view of Mount Ogden Bowl. I'll keep saying Mount Ogden Bowl over and over again because you need to come see it. Just getting out on the balcony on a nice day with a beverage and some nice food with your friends is just a, it's a, it's a scene to be in for sure. And you won't forget. The other lodge, Needles Lodge, is a great one as well because there's a nice cool outdoor area, balcony, or inside and you can overlook the entire valley, look over Huntsville, Eden, Pineview, even in over into Mount Green. And they have some nice drinks and food up there as well. And I definitely recommend the nachos. Nachos are the thing? Nachos are the thing up on Needles Lodge. Yep. At Needles. Do they have those at John Paul? I don't think they do. Yeah, so you yeah. got to get up to Needles. Yep. What's, what's a typical day? Do you tend to grab a lunch up in the mountain or come on down here to the base? Well, it depends if it's powder day or not. If it's a powder day, I will... You're not having lunch. No, the powder is my lunch. I'm hungry <laughs> and I'm getting full. But if it's a typical day, I the patio is really nice. Sometimes they have music down here at the bottom. It's a lot warmer down here, less windy. Those are all factors that play a role. And you get to watch people up in the terrain park from the bottom too. And yeah. there's some cool fire pits and more seating for more people. It's kind of a more fun zone down here. Where's the terrain park? So there's a couple of them. There's one at the very close to the bottom that they just added a new rope tow to, which is awesome. There's not very many rope tows in for the terrain parks in Utah. And so the fact that they added that has made a lot of people come skiing here for that. And you can just do lap after lap and try trick after trick and fall after fall, because that's how it goes. But the other train park is up by, you get off Wildcat, and you go to the right, and it's called Blue Grouse, and uh, that's a really fun one as well. They build, build it kind of skate park style, and you can do a lot of things, and it's fun to watch people do these things. Do you still hit the park? Oh, you know it. You know, I, I know <laughs> yeah. you do. Actually, we didn't get too deep into this uh, with your free ski career, but uh, tell us a little bit about what you did as an athlete. For sure. Yeah, I've been a professional athlete for about a decade. This last year was the very first year I didn't get paid anymore, but I still get a ton of free gear. But yeah, I'm professional for Atomic, Dragon, and Saga. Well, Saga's dead now. Obermeyer, correction, this is a new thing. 
Zip Fit liners, and I'm forgetting somebody, and maybe not. It'll it'll come outdoor back to tech. You. Got it. But let let's talk about Atomic. Atomic actually the hometown product atomic is based here in in ogden how long have you been on that ski yeah i've been a a part of atomic since i was 14 so yeah about about a you know a little less than 10 years yeah was the company company way more than that sorry i can count (laughs) the company was in ogden then wasn't it It actually is from austria in europe oh yes but yes the headquarters of the u.s is in ogden and yep atomic and solomon are in ogden sweet yeah so let's go back now to uh, to Opry. End of the day, uh, what's the what's the vibe like down here at the base? Oh, it's it's a party. Um, there's you know sometimes live music, and uh, you know you can hang out on the patio as long as you can. But the next place, the last place you really got to go is into the Cinnabar, and they have some extra good food and extra good drinks, and it's a good place to totally take off all your gear and you know end the day and look at all your footage and photos of the crazy things that everyone tried that day and it is and and, and folks i just can't reiterate enough this is not your typical base lodge so when you talk about coming in and taking your boots off and putting your feet up this is the lap of luxury here right Oh yes, and we're in the cinnabar right now, that right? Is, that is correct. And, and and it's just a it's just a great thing down at the base. The the other thing that that I've always liked, and you talk about this a little bit, is you know typically when you go to a big western resort like this is, you know, you kind of have that big resort feel. Here, I've always felt it's a little bit more of a local feel. So you kind of as a as a visitor with your mountain collective pass, you kind of feel like you're a part of the local scene. Oh yeah, I mean. What can I say? I don't know what to say. Actually, I'm sorry. Well, you're I'll, you're I'll a local. No, but you're a local though. You know, and and it is a it is a great local scene here. And I think one of the things that for for me I most enjoy too is you know riding up the gondola with a lot of folks from town, a lot of the Hill Air Force Base military personnel who love to come up here and ski and ride. And it just has a you know it's just a much different feel than if you'd go to many destination resorts. You really feel like hey, this is a little bit different here. I agree. Now I understand what you're saying. I've been to Colorado and a bunch of other resorts where, you know, it's Breckenridge and there's tons of people being pushed through. And, you know, this is a corp- those are corporate veil style gigantic resorts. But here, you know, Snow Basin is rooted in old school hot dogger like like they have a classic history to the sport. And even though the Olympics happened and they upgraded a ton of facilities and lifts and infrastructure and services, they still maintain their roots strongly. Yeah, it, it, re- it really is. It's just a really, a really, really fun place to be. Let's talk about the, the area. Now, you grew up in, in Huntsville, and what's, what's probably the most famous thing that you're going to find in Huntsville? Oh, it's 100% going to be the Shooting Star Bar. Now, it's hard to really describe this place, but you're a local. Tell us about this place. Oh, it's, a, it's got character, that's for sure. That might be an understatement, but come Character in there. is a great word to describe <laughs> the shooting star. <laughs> I mean, you only can pay with cash. No substitutions to the Star Burger. You know, this is, this is the oldest bar west of the Mississippi. And so if you come here, you need to come check it out. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really something. It's really special. Uh, St. Bernard mounted on the wall. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Money tacked up to the ceiling. <laughs> but it is it's 21 and older, but uh, do check that out. What are some of the other places you like to eat uh, in Huntsville, Eden era? Up here, I also like, what do I like? I mean, Shooting Star is good for the Star Burger, and it's pretty reasonable, but you got a few other good spots here. I like Carlos and Harley's. Yeah, I another do. good spot. Yeah, that's, they got a, a nice little Mexican food. They have some good options and a nice little bar area as well. 
So let's go down to Ogden, Ogden about a half hour away. Ogden, one of the most underrated ski towns, I think, in in the country. It's a lot of fun. 25th Street is really the center of activity. What are some of your favorite spots down there? Definitely Roosters. They have really good food and, and they, you know, their own brews. They brew their own beer. And then also Brewskies is fun. There's some other good sushi and all sorts of other restaurants right around there. And also a bunch of art and other cool things to look at. Yeah, the Roosters B Street out at the brewery is a really fun spot. Yes, that's a new one, and that, that one's really nice and really awesome. There's some really good food there. You like the nachos? Is that what you said? I love the nachos yeah. there. We like nachos. <laughs> yeah, the nachos are great. I tell everybody my wife does not drink beer. I love to have craft beer, and I've got her going to Roosters now because she loves she loves the nachos. So she'll go and she can she can she can drive as well. Let's kind of look at a bigger picture with the Mountain Collective Pass. You get two days at all the participating resorts, and here in Utah, that's Alta and Snowbird. They're just a little bit over an hour away. Pretty interesting combo to be able to come out here and do a couple days at Alta, couple at Snowbird, and then cap it off here at Snow Basin. Definitely. A lot of people get stuck down there, and they need to remember that these resorts exist, and it's important to come on up and check out what we have up here, because I'm probably going to get beat up now because I'm inviting more people up here, but you know. We got to we got to spread the love. No, you do have spread the love, and it's uh, it, it is it is a great resort, and I particularly love coming up here in the middle of the week because it's, it's it's really kind of quiet. And, that's uh, the time to come. Yeah, it definitely, it's the time to come. And if you're out here on a vacation, you know that's just just kind of keep that in mind. This has been great. I appreciate you giving us a tour of your home resort here at Snow Basin. We're going to end this with a section that we call Collective Dreams. We got a few questions to find out kind of some of your favorite things. If I had to ask you, what is your single? favorite run here at snow basin what would that be is it gonna be boss hog i mean it's not a run it's just a cliff uh, a cliff's fine i would say 119 119 that's probably my favorite it's just a good mixture of powder and one cliff to hit as well so we got some some turns and some some air as well and where do we find 119 119 is right off of needles gondola okay and you'll you go down pork bell get pork barrel get some turns there and then you'll ski right on your way to 119. And then there's a train park after that too. So it's, it's just a fun filled run for sure. How about your favorite challenge yourself run? When you want to go out and do something really sick, or maybe when you were a kid and you wanted to go out and do something really sick, where would that be? That would either be the cliff on John Paul Face, where I did do a Misty 720 when I was younger. It was massive, and luckily the snow was deep, so it was all good. Or Boss Hog, which I did more recently, a couple years, like maybe four years ago. Did a 360 off, off that over the cat track, you know, people skiing under you, basically, which is pretty cool. And you're really high up, and if you don't make it, you can get really hurt. So it's, it's kind of an intense thing to do but you don't have to do that you don't have to, have do, that. to do that no no how about your favorite lunch step on the mountain definitely john paul balcony on a good day on a nice day beautiful do you take breaks depends on how much snow there is <laughs> of course of course <laughs> you got it once in a while how about a favorite local craft beer i would say honestly this might be surprising because we're talking about Snow Basin, but the Snow Basin Juicy IPA from Roosters is really, really good. I definitely recommend that. Yeah, that, that is really a good one. I'm a big fan of Roosters, but you actually have quite a few breweries here in, in Ogden. Right. The Ogden River is another one. I, had, I actually had their IPA the other night, which I really enjoyed. Okay, gnarliest thing you've ever done on the mountain, and maybe it's going to be the Misty 7, but gnarliest thing you've ever done on the mountain here at Snow Basin. Either that... Or slash stupidest, but fun still. With Tom Wallace and Steve Stepp, a couple other big pros, last year we did a, a switch bomb. So we went straight, straight down the run, backwards, 
as fast as we could. And luckily, the ground was relatively uniform and no bumps destabilized us and we didn't get seriously injured. <laughs> we won't we won't tell the mountain about that one. No. no. So, Probably shouldn't. So you 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 ski a lot with Tom Wallish. Tom I know Tom is uh, spending a lot of time up here at Snow Basin. Yeah, that was the group that I uh, kind of became popular through skiing. I just tried to ski next to him as much as possible and next thing you know, I had a good amount of sponsors and was traveling the world and made it big. Oh, he's he's just a great guy. He's a good friend and glad to hear he's spending some time up here. Finally, can you describe Snow Basin in just one single word? I am just going to go with my first gut feeling, and it's going to be majestic. It is majestic. You yeah. know, I remember the first time that I came here, you know, being up on that ridgeline and just looking down at those views on either side. It, it really is majestic. It's out there, and uh, what a great place to grow up. Oh, yeah. I'm super lucky, super thankful to be here. Thanks, Mom and Dad, for moving me here. <laughs> Exactly. And you're still spending a lot of time here. Oh, yeah. I mean, thanks to Brooks Row and the people around these these parts, they, they, they make it easy and they make it make it the best place to be. So I'm always going to, as long you know, I'm, I'm going to stay here as long as I can because it's, you know, don't fix what, it, what isn't broken. Exactly. Nikki Kiefer, thank you so much for giving us a little tour of your mountain here at Snow Basin on Inside the Mountain Collective. You're so welcome. Check me out on Instagram at Keefbox. <laughs> we will. Thanks to Nikki Kiefer for showing us around his home mountain at Snow Basin, one of my very favorites. Now's the time to plan out your three-stop collective trek to Alta, Snowbird, and Snow Basin. What a perfect Utah combination. And if you have a few extra days, think about even adding on Jackson Hole or Sun Valley. And if you do come out this winter, make sure to hit 25th Street in Ogden. Fun times there. The new Salt Lake City International Airport is the perfect gateway for your collective trek. Thanks for joining us on Inside the Mountain Collective. Watch for more episodes coming up soon. I'm your host, Tom Kelly, and I'll see you on the mountain this winter. Are you ready to build your own collective trek? The Mountain Collective Pass is your ticket to multi-resort skiing or riding. Get yours today at mountaincollective.com. You'll get two days at each participating resort, plus 50% off additional days. It is the perfect pass to take just one trip and be able to ski or ride at multiple resorts. Build your own collective trek today. I'm your host, Tom Kelly. Thanks for listening, and make sure to subscribe to get every episode delivered directly to you. Watch for more episodes of Inside the Mountain Collective, and I'll see you on the mountain.